Moncrief on News Talk. Now, my next guest has recently completed an extraordinary journey into one of the harshest environments on Earth, having skied solo across over 1,000 kilometres of ice to the South Pole. Preet Chandy, a captain in the British Army, joins me now via satellite phone from Antarctica. Preet, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very good indeed. Congratulations on this. Um, well done. Where are you exactly at the moment? Thank you. I'm currently in Union Glacier in Antarctica. So I'm on a camp. I've had a shower. I've had hot meals. So, you know, being spoiled, really. Uh, I'd say you deserve it after that. Um, <laughs> just to describe to you, but what exactly is it you did? Of course. So I did a solo, unsupported expedition from Hercules Inlet. So that's the edge of the landmass in Antarctica to the South Pole and it was a speed record attempt uh, and I managed to get the female speed record and completed the uh, 700 mile journey in 31 days, 13 hours and 19 minutes. Amazing. <laughs> um, how difficult was it? It's famously inhospitable. How difficult was it? <laughs> it? It was a really, it was a tough journey but this is my third journey on the ice and my last journey was brutal. It was 70 days and I didn't actually make the end point. So I think in comparison, this one went quite smoothly. And I think it's funny, like those, you know, I mean, I didn't make the end of that last journey. It, it was it was super brutal and, you know, I, I, I failed to reach that end point. And I think I'm so glad for that failure. And I think it's um, it's good to have them. And it taught me a lot. And I think that's why... This journey went a lot smoother. What, what is the reality of a day like? Because you, you left on the 26th of November and arrived at the South Pole on the 28th of yeah. December. What's a day like? You're skiing for 12 to 13 hours a day. What's that like for you? Yeah, it, um, the last few hours is really hard. <laughs> so you get into your routine and that, you know, it would be so easy to stop after nine to 10 hours. Um, so it can be difficult to keep going, but basically you're you're skiing, you're pulling your sled behind you, and your sled has all of your equipment and sleeping bag and everything in it, all your food and your fuel. And then every hour after skiing, you stop just for a few minutes, uh, five to ten minutes, and make sure you get a bit of food and fluids on, and then and then you just keep going. And then when you finished for the day, you put your tent up. Um, once you've got your tent up, the first thing you do is cut up blocks of snow and ice and put them in your stove to turn your stove on um, and melt that so that you can have some hot water to fill up all your water bottles and get a hot meal in you. Um, and then go to sleep as soon as you can and then repeat the day. Um, so they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty long days and you're just, it's important to be quite disciplined, you know. Obviously it's pretty cold outside and the last thing you want to be doing when it's cold outside is you know is is kind of faffing or you know like messing around with your kit so packing your kit's really important making sure you know where everything is being disciplined so that you're keeping things short and you're looking after yourself in those environments right i have to ask you about the food uh, when you finally do get to yeah. your tent at night time what kind of meal would you have yeah, so I work with a company called Base Camp Foods who are brilliant. They're also from Derby, like me, and they basically supply me with my freeze-dried food. Um, and my freeze-dried food, so it's food that's been 
cook the ready and then freeze dry. So all I need to do is put hot water in. And I had a mixture. So one of my favorite meals is pasta bolognese. Um, so, you know, I was always happy when I got the pasta bolognese meal. Um, and then put hot water in it, stir it, leave it for about, you know, five to ten minutes, and then I've got a nice hot meal. Um, and it's really good to have that. I mean, I'm 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 having literally 5,000 calories a day, and I still end up losing, you know, I lost 10 kilograms. So you, you're trying to constantly put calories in because you're always using energy. Right. You were there for Christmas Day. What was that like? I was. I mean, this is my third Christmas alone on the ice. So, <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like, for some reason, I don't know why, but I was sick Christmas morning. Um, and I, I think I struggled to eat, like, as I as I go kind of up in altitude. And I was pretty tired at this point. But after I was sick, I was actually all right. And then it's just a normal day. Like, there's nothing about the day that I did differently at all. Um, but, you know, the sun was shining. So, <laughs> so that makes it a nice day. Um, why why do you do this? This is the third time you've done it. What is the attraction? That is a very good question. Um, so after the last trip, I genuinely said there is no way I'm coming back to a trip. Like, I need a break. But, I mean, I think part of it is me wanting to continue to push my boundaries. Like, I'm a very determined person. But I think it's just bigger than that. It's bigger than me. You know, if I can do things like this and this is I'm someone who knew nothing about the adventure world a few years ago that is no exaggeration so if someone like me can go do something like this I want to show people they can go and do anything I want to say anything I literally mean anything whether it's education related adventure sport whatever it is um, I think we're often I mean I certainly was encouraged to stay inside a certain box and these are the things I'm supposed to do and I want to show people that actually you can step outside of that box and it's scary to do so like uh, you know it's been a hard journey to get here but it's also worth it like I have learned so much about myself and grown so much and I think that drives me you know it drives me to to show that actually I'm I'm a derby girl and I managed to to get here and 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 do you know pretty well obviously with the help of you know everyone so many people have helped me get here from the adventure world and have been super supportive but I want to show others that, that we can go and do anything. And, you know, there's always going to be naysayers and sometimes their voices do get a little bit louder. Yeah. But often people project their own fears onto you anyway. You know, it's not, I think sometimes it's not about you. Um, and it's, it's more about them. My God, I, you know, it's January the 4th and I know a lot of people are making lists of, of things they want to try and do, New Year's resolutions, uh, but making it to the South Pole, that's an extremely, uh, that's at the top end, <laughs> I can't imagine. Was there a moment, was there something just snapped inside you at some point when you were living a, you know, a normal everyday life in, in Derby and, and just decided, I have to do this? So I think it grew. So I, so when I was younger, I was like constantly being told, you know, you can't do this. I didn't even tell my family when I joined the army. Like it, I told them afterwards. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a, yeah. Um, and so, like some people, it didn't really matter. And there was, and then there was uh, some loud voices who were really not happy. And um, I think it then it was bit by bit. I was told I wasn't smart enough to get into university. I managed to get into university. You know, and then I'm like, God, but I was told I wasn't smart enough to do this. And, and you believe things when you're younger you by do. older people. And then, you know, now I've done my master's and I'm like, God, I can't believe I'm still that girl who thought I wasn't smart enough. And, you know, I remember going into uni like, God, you know, 
everyone's so much smarter than I am and, you know, have A-levels and I didn't do that route. I did an access course because I didn't really get many GCSEs and, and you feel behind. You feel like you don't fit in. But, you know, then I learned and, and now I've bloodied in my master's as mental. And and so I think it grew, to be honest. And, and you know, that it's not all sporty or adventure things. And then I I did a half marathon and, you know, and I was like, oh, what else can I do? And it just started to get a little bit bigger. And I actually wanted to do something big. I just, I had no idea what it would be. And I would talk to people and I'd say, I want to do something big, but I don't know what, you know, not just to push myself, but show other people they can, like, go and do anything. And I still remember it was just randomly mentioned when someone said, what about Antarctica? And I was like, not a chance. Like, genuinely don't know anything about Antarctica. And, you know, and, and then it just stuck in my mind. And, and, like, a big part of the appeal for me was how amazing to go and do something that I don't know anything about. You know, I genuinely, like, I think, oh, so I've done three trips. So the year before that, I, I typed in on Google, how do you get to Antarctica? Or, <laughs> or like, you know, expeditions in Antarctica. I can't remember the exact letter. Word oh, man alive. You know, so, it, and, you know, and it doesn't have to be, and I get that these are big trips. You know, yeah. They're, obviously, yeah. they're huge trips. So it doesn't have to be that, like, there me no boundary or barrier too small. It could be anything. You know, your couch to 5K, getting off that couch is bloody hard work. So yeah. you know, if you can get off that couch, great work. Like, it's, it really is one tiny thing at a time. My Gosh. first thing was Google. Like, go on Google, right, how do you do it? And then it was scary telling people, yes. you know, oh, I want to do this because people look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, um, yeah. Oh, it's, man. You know, the, it's, it's it's small things that bring you to the big things. Amazing. I, I, for, for this journey to have started with a Googling <laughs> of how to get to Antarctica <laughs> and to end up on the South Pole is just absolutely remarkable. It really is. God, um, I haven't made a list of my New Year's resolutions, but I'm definitely going to make them more ambitious now. Uh, Preet, a pleasure talking to you today and I hope you, hope you stock up now on lots of... Um, Coke Zero is your, is your 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 drink of choice, is it? Ah, oh, Coke Zero. Yes, it's like literally my. I honestly having that drink when I finished at the South Pole was like oh, it was right up there. <laughs> I just need them to sponsor me now. So if yeah. anyone is listening from, uh, <laughs> yeah, Coke. I'd be stunned if they don't. <laughs> Amazing, uh, Priest. Congratulations, and we look forward to seeing what Thank your you. next trip may be. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.